I'm Patrick Sang, global citizen, investor. Join me as I talk with global influencers for their insight, wisdom, and how they overcame their own personal challenges. Sharing positivity, overcoming challenges, creating one world together. I'm Patrick Sang, anything is possible. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Anything is Possible, another episode. We have a great guest. We're in L.A. This is the first time we've shot live in L.A. with uh, Derek Warburton. He's just received a Style Icon Award for New You. He's also the creative director of La Pam magazine, also the creative director and style icon for all these other like Hollywood stars and guests, which we'll get into. Derek, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So tell us a bit about your childhood and you know how difficult it was growing up. Well, that's a very long story. <laughs> um, I've never told this story actually. My childhood started very normal, you know, like many of us. Uh, divorce happened, and then new partners came onto the scene. I was maybe ten years old, and I was walking down the stairs, and I saw my mother's partner through the window, and the glare at me was so murderous, and I knew what was going to happen to me, and it did. And um, and then it went from there. And that's when my life completely changed into homelessness, uh, verbal abuse, mental abuse. What age were you then? I was uh, 10 until I was 15. There was uh, money issues, being thrown out of our home. It was a very interesting fall until we were completely homeless and living in the woods with absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. And you were going to school at the time? You know, oddly, I was a straight-A student all through. Yeah, no water, no electricity, no bathroom, nothing, but still a straight-A student. And was it because of the um, difficulty, the tough situation, that somehow mentally in here you were proving to yourself or showing that I can do, do just as well at school? No. It was an escape. Mm. It's what kept me alive. Wow. You know, dreaming of the life I have now kept me alive. Because I knew that I was so on the edge. And, and my, my family, the rest of my family had no idea. Because everything was built on lies. Sexuality was built on lies. Um, my housing situation was built on lies. No one knew. No one knew we were homeless. No one knew we didn't have water, nothing. Not, no one at you school. You mean the, the friends, teachers? All no one knew. Wow. No one knew. Okay. Nothing. And what, and what was being said at that time? I just avoided. Oh, at home, not, nothing. And that was exactly the point. Nothing was ever said. And I became more of a possession because it was the power struggle between my parents. And I was not going to be let go to him. I've been through situations like that, not as, not as tough as yours. I had to deal with like identity issues of, you know, where did I belong, who I am, all this kind of stuff. Right. So for you, in that such adverse situation, how were you dealing with it as a young child? Uh, I mean, who did you talk to? Did you ask yourself? Like, how did you deal I, with it? You know, it's funny because I didn't even realize that, you know, we were living with this woman and I didn't realize they were a couple until one day, 
A friend told me and I had a breakdown crying. But I will say the positive thing that came out of that, as soon as I realized that, I had no problem with myself. Just to uh, go a bit deeper into this, you were mentioning that you, you cried. It's very emotional. And to this day, obviously, you're successful. You've done a lot of different things. Um, has the crying been a little bit different? Now, yes. Very poignant times in my childhood that I cried. And then in adulthood, but I was never a crier. When I finally did leave my biological mother, I never looked back. And I haven't seen her since the day I left at 15 years old because I was going to either kill myself or I was gonna go. And I chose myself. You went on to become a very creative and arty person. Did you find the escape through the art and fashion? Yes, that kept me alive. You know, all those nights when it could have gone either way. And I dreamed of the life I have now. I dreamed of being in the rooms I can walk through, to know the people I know, to work with these people that are making huge differences in the world, whether they're celebrities or philanthropists or just incredible thinkers. All of those things really helped me go on. You know, in the dreams of being who I am today, today might be awful, but tomorrow could be the best day of your life because you could wake up and have an epiphany. You could find the light, you know? And that's what I had hoped for every night, going to sleep. I can't say bed. <laughs> going to sleep and praying that I would find the light. So that's the, the perfect example of anything is possible, which, you know, we're very honored to have you here. Thank you. We went in a bit deep here. Let's go to the, the career fair. So tell us a bit about going in New York to school and then furthering on, you know, art and fashion. I was so attached to high school because it was safe. Then I was singing and doing all these great things. And then the minute I got to college, I was like, nope, not for me. And I went to FIT, which a lot of people don't realize is a state school. So you're thinking you're in fashion school and you have to take math and then you have to take gym class. I'm like, why am I taking gym class? I'm in fashion school. Yeah, it was such a funny place, but amazing. It was unbelievable. But it moved me to New York and that's what I needed. It was literally just to have a place to go. And I moved on the bus, because we have nothing, and I had to live at the Y on 23rd Street. But I have to say, it was unbelievable, because it was all the Broadway guys and girls, and you know, and like, and the gym classes there were all the Broadway classes, and it was just fun. There was a woman named Mary, who worked for The Limited, which it was on Madison Avenue. And that building is so beautiful. And they had a harpist and a grand pianist. And it was beautiful. It was all designer. I'd worked at the local mall in my little town in New Hampshire. And they took me at that store. And it was phenomenal because I got to work full time. That's how it all began. I was really lucky to be able to get to New York. I could support myself and uh, run around New York. And I met the most unbelievable people and work 24 hours a day, and that really hasn't ended, <laughs> you know? What I learned very early 
in my life is that community service was the way through the door. And that is how I really got into the industry. I would volunteer on everything I could. I would work for the local AIDS charity, and this is the early 90s, when it was still very precarious. And so they would do fashion shows. I would help. I would help throw events. I would do all these different things through cocktail parties. And I've always been very good at networking. That has been the gift of my life to this day, being a connector. And the opportunities all came from community service. Yeah. So what you give back, you receive more? Always, always. Which is why I'm constantly begging people to give. Because I just think you don't understand the benefits. Not only emotionally, but for our culture, for other people, but to build a community. Like, I want to live on the same plane as other successful people that know that giving and caring and loving is a gift that we have for being so blessed. And so I want to know those people. At the same time, being able to heal myself. Good for you and good on you to, to do such a great thing. The reason for doing it now probably is that we're consciously doing it, not because we want the reward of the self-affection, but more because we actually want to help people, which is a different thing. And I think uh, it's something I appreciate a lot. When you do service, you're helping people that really need it. And the payback there is their growth and their appreciation for themselves. I can't ask for more love than that. That is the ultimate in love. I agree. When the people around you grow because of your deeds or the deeds of others that you bring into the community. And I think that's so much more rewarding. Absolutely. Because your community is growing and then they help people and then they help people and now you're surrounded by beauty and blessings. That is a win. Can't agree more. But let's rewind 10, 20 years ago when you first started. Was there any part of you that you tried to like hide the past from sort of new uh, relationships, especially in your career, like I'm a fashion guy? Yes, always. I always felt like I had to hide certain parts of myself because I'm not a tough person, but I always had to be tough. And you know, in this business, you're a bitch. It's always being a bitch. That's not what I am, but being in the fashion, beauty, entertainment world and making things happen, you have to be madly tough because you're surrounded by people with no self-esteem who will cut anyone to get ahead. And so you build sounds, this... Sounds like finance, actually. Oh, right, yeah, 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 just different industry, right. When you're coming up, you feel like those knives have to be out especially in the beginning, especially when I wasn't confident in my own talents. And that happened a lot. And I've made many apologies for my early and mid-20s for that. When it wasn't necessary, I was talented enough. What I was very lucky to discover 
was that when you do your own thing, you don't have to be that way. I discovered working for other people was not for me. And you can't change things. You can't be who you are really and run your life, your business, your way working for someone else. I had to be an entrepreneur. There was no way around it. And it's taken me a very long time, but I'd rather take longer, better, than quick and painful. With all that, I just, I didn't want it. I'm still shit on. Something happened really recently with a business that I had helped build. The person came to my home for drinks and whatnot, and I thanked them for treating me like shit. Because it was because of that that I now have three magazines on my own. Thank you. Because I would have kept building you. And then I was like, I'll build me now. And now here I am. What was it, do you think, that inspired you to, to take that step to become an entrepreneur? I see opportunity and I see what I can own within it. And that has been my big success. Because I will dream. I'm like, what can I do? Where can I take this? And so much of my successes have been about that. I could never live inside the box. So why bother? Why even try? Let me, let me think, let me come up with other ideas, let me dream. And the dreams have become realities. And I like being a storyteller. And you can tell stories within any industry. As long as you stay on course, so many fall, so many come up with different things. And I've gotten very good at being able to develop a brand. And that's really where my life has gone now. During COVID, I started a media company for doctors and wellness people, which no one would ever expect from me. And it's going really well. Today, I had a launch with Miss USA, and one of my clients interviewed them on mental health. I layer, 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 layer. That's how I think. You know, it's like, how do you make this beautiful cake out of one story? So you have multitudes of angles. You're in art, fashion, magazines. Mental health is, has become a very recent, very important topic, actually. Have you been actively doing more in that space? Mental health has always been on the forefront for me because I had to concentrate on it or I wouldn't grow. I speak at schools. I've done self-esteem training for the homeless for 15 years. If you don't address mental health, how are you ever gonna be healthy? How are you gonna be able to lift yourself again? Because if you can't convince yourself to get out of bed, if you can't convince yourself to go out there and look for jobs, love yourself enough to take a shower, all these different things, how can you go on? You have to get up in the morning. The first thing you do is you go to that mirror and you say, I love you in the mirror and say five things about yourself because it's hard. It might be a bother and it might seem silly until the day it isn't. And that day is the day you can move on to the next thing. Great advice. That's exactly what we want to inspire the, the young people give a bit of practical advice to the young, I guess, fashionista. So the, the younger people nowadays, um, how do people get equipped or train themselves to get into the industry? The glamour is nothing. It's all made up. It's a bunch of glitter. 
<laughs> you know, I'm a storyteller. And that's what I really want to express to everyone. You know, because it's not about the glamour of it all. It doesn't matter. Find out what it really is that you want to achieve. Because it's not, the, the glamour can, again, you can go out on Saturday night and watch Sex and the City, who cares? What's, what's the meat behind it? Because frankly, those people don't make it that are looking for this because they can't hack it. It's hard. There's no real money. Some get lucky. It is a thankless job that is desperately cutthroat. So you have to love it in your soul. And that's not for everyone and not everyone does. You know, and you have to be talented. <laughs> not just a hard worker because that's all well and good, but now you have to have talent on top of it. Tough. So the takeaway is only do something when you love it or you have a passion. You have to have passion beyond yourself to do it and make it because it's not achievable without it. Derek, please share with us your life ethos. Oh, I'm going to share my um, philosophy of being Derek Fabulous. Help, teach, inspire, love and have fun. Excellent. That's the success to, to life. Do you believe in luck? Yes, I do believe in luck. You never know. You know, I feel lucky that I could drive here today and make it. You know, I, I, I'm consciously aware of it because you never know what can happen. You know, one of my best friends flew in on Friday night, was walking his dog and had a heart attack and he's in ICU and I was there all weekend. Sorry to hear that. You never know. Yeah. Yes feel very lucky. Good for you. 400,000 people every day don't wake up the next day. So we have to appreciate every moment yes. and be present. What kind of principles and ethics do you live by? I really believe in giving as much as possible. I believe in loving people, treating people with respect, working very hard, for getting what you want, and the people that are around you, reward them for their work. I just think it's so important to remind everyone that you feel their love and you appreciate their work. And we're creatives, you know, and many creatives have a reputation of not being as studious or, you know, clerical or all these things. And I'm really lucky that I have a fantastic group that are constantly have my back. So many things come across me and I want so many things to happen all the time that I'm like, choo, 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 handle, 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 and then give me the list and we'll discuss. And hard work is just uh, something which is um, a basic necessity of success. You have to work hard. Not working hard will guarantee failure. Mm -hmm. But working hard doesn't guarantee you success. No, but it you does got, not. But you've got to keep going. You know? I also have a philosophy on that. I am a believer that if I have to work that hard, I'm doing it wrong. If I have to physically run my company, I don't have time to grow my company. And so I concentrate on building a team around me that are better than me because I'm not good at a lot of things, but I'm a genius at what I'm good at, you know? And I recognize that, and I recognize that very early on. 
And I always surround myself with people that are better than me. And I've been able to build a successful life career business off of that. Just recently, I got offered my own makeup brand, a very small company, but with enormous potential and enormous growth potential for me. And I was like, yes, okay, this is how we're gonna do it. And then I, the call started coming. I was like, we're doing this, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do this. And then the next thing comes in and boom, 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 boom. All right, let me keep going. Because then tomorrow, something else will come in. And then I introduce everyone around that. And then we go to the next thing. And that's literally how every day goes for me. What's the legacy for, for Derek? Help, teach, inspire, love, and have fun. Excellent. I mean, I keep it real basic. You know, I started a magazine called Gurus because I felt that I wasn't well-rounded enough and I wanted to learn more. I have these capabilities. I can run these magazines on no money, none, and I've gotten very good at it. And I could do something that an ad agency might spend 150 to $200,000 on for under a thousand. And so now I've built this little magazine that could, you know, and can walk through most doors. That has its own set of principles, which are truth, passion, and authenticity. And within that, that space lives. Much like yourself, having keywords and key philosophies keep you grounded and it keeps your mind straightforward because that's the key to success. Most people don't get to the success they want because they go to the side and you have to be able to bend but not break. And being able to pivot, especially in the world we live in right now, if you can't pivot, you're dead. You tell me I can't do that, no problem. Give me two days. Let me just spin. Okay, here's the next plan. I love the line, bend but don't break. Yes. Excellent. So on the show, Anything is Possible, we try to inspire young people, Derek. We always ask the last question, can you please share with us your number one advice to the audience, especially the younger viewers? My best advice? Wow. Don't give up. Don't give up. And we live in a world where everything looks easy because of social media. And stop looking at it. And, and comparing your life, do you always, with a very specific goal. You'll bend, but don't break. Perfect. Anything is possible. Derek, absolute possible. pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you for so your time. Much. Thank, Thank you for coming. Thank you. Inspiring. Thank, Thank you. you.